back from a very windy and um almost desolate uk at the moment i know it's you know everyone will say oh, it's just a bit of wind and a bit of rain and all the rest of it but you know we've seen the uh, witches go past the windows and stuff like that if you can get that reference for how windy it's been this week uh this weekend um but we thought rather than venture outside that we're going to get in and, and record episode three of this ongoing saga of us two 40 plus something gamers as we try to make absolute any sense of the myriad of choices that are out there dust off new games off the um the shelf dust off old games off the shelf and get them on the table get miniatures paying for them and roll some dice with um so tonight as usual you've got the two of us you've got myself kieran and the crockett to my tubs or the morecambe to my wise is up there in the Slightly less windy north at the moment is Mr. Ian Wayhill. Ian, how's mate? How are you doing, mate? Not too bad. Yes, uh, welcome to your wise. <laughs> Maybe something like that. I don't know. Um, it's been good. It's been wild, though, we just saying, haven't we? I mean, uh, it's been a good excuse to stay in the house and pay in toy soldiers, though, hasn't it? <laughs> if, you need, if you need an excuse anyway. So how have you been doing anyway, mate? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. It's been, it's been quite, a, uh, quite a subdued weekend, you know. It, it's for anyone else who, who gets like you know any kind of um, any of our UK listeners will get this, but probably none of the internationals will get. But it's you know it's Six Nations Rugby Weekend the last couple of weekends, and everyone knows that you know once that happens, Kieran goes out of action for at least four or five hours every every day on mm-hmm. a Saturday and Sunday when that's going. So yeah, everyone's been leaving me alone. Kids have been here today, so you know been messing about playing bits and pieces and uh, messing around with. Odds and sods, yeah. So, but yeah, it's been quite a uh, quite a nice weekend, and you know, batting down the hatches today and stuff like that. But you know, it's, it's not been as bad as everyone said it was going to be. But you know, as oh, soon as you get, as soon, yeah, as soon as you give everyone a chance to moan about about the weather, they all go, uh, all go hog wild on it, don't they? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's well, we're third of the way through February, and, and, and you know second month of the, of the year and we've still not seen any snow so can't really <laughs> complain about too much can we uh, so that's that's I mean I suppose that's one benefit but yeah I mean you give you give an English person you know give it an inch of rope to complain about the weather and you'll give you a, a mile's worth of air uh, complaining won't you <laughs> yeah definitely definitely yeah. but you know stay in the pub stay in the warm go to the gaming yeah. club close yeah. the doors and, and not venture out it's it's proper um Proper geek weather this is, I think. I think we'll describe yeah. it as that, innit? Yeah. I saw I saw a meme on Facebook this weekend about this coronavirus being an airborne uh, an airborne virus, so saying that all tabletop gamers will be absolutely fine because they'll all be indoors. <laughs> That's it, yeah. You know, if you if you um, yes. well basically anyone who's ever been to so like, you know, one of the old gaming clubs, the amount of so like, you know, viruses and uh, various bugs that used to be going around those 
older clubs from people. I think you know you, you you've built up the immunity over the last like ten fifteen years about going to those places. So you know nothing, you, nothing's going nothing's going to hit us, mate. Is it? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I, I mean, working in games workshop for a number of years. I mean, do you, essentially, uh, 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 I was a, a child, a child care assistant for for, for, for a better, a better, uh, better term. But uh, yeah, I think the amount of uh, sort of school based bugs and snotty noses and stuff like that, I've I've had to put up with over the years. I think my it's raised my tolerance to any uh, any form of. Uh, disease or anything like that so yeah that's one good thing but we're in games workshop my um, immune system went up so thank you games workshop for toy soldiers and a better standard of health <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one way it's one way to look at it definitely it's one way to yeah look at it, yeah. yeah exactly so you're saying that you've been doing some bits and bobs anything in particular uh one of the finished off since in the last month i'm just I was trying to sort, you know, because with the show notes and stuff like that, I was trying to sit down and go through what I've actually, actually done and actually been through. I've been on a bit of a, um, as usual, a bit of a kit bashing thing. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been trying to mess about because the those um, Zona Alpha rules, Alpha rules landed, um, sort of like the start just after the last recording. So, you know, I've been going went into that and you know everyone saw saw who's on the facebook page with the scene that i started off i finished off the actual first slight zone crew for them and i had all these bits left from the crop fosgrave stuff and the german world war ii sprues and i thought well what can i do with the with the rest of it and i thought well i've got to have bad guys as well as good guys for it so i'll just see if i can well i can get between the other bits and you know three or four three or four um so like they call them zone hostiles in the game so you know these zombie type you know models so they worked out quite well so i've got got a few of them that um the one you did with the green stuff gas mask on i thought he was really and i thought myself oh i'm gonna pinch that idea for the gas mask i love that you know the little breather bit that you put on which was just a bit of a sprue but it looks so much like a, it's like it does look like a proper soviet gas mask you know and you look at it and it's like it's got that sort of proper soviet look about it i did like that yeah i mean you know literally all you have to do is just a little bit of green stuff you put it on so you cut you cover the face and then you, t- you sort of like pinch it into a yeah. into a snout and that's it really how did you, you do know? the eyes did you did you like leave like the eyes clear or over like green stuff so you'd like paint in the lenses, sort of. You know what I mean? No, they're um, all, all I did was got a, a toothpick out and put two dots in it. Yeah, two holes oh. in it because because I, I was thinking so like you know when I paint it up, do I, you know, make it look like the, the lenses have been smashed out, and I'm just going to put some, you know, some trickles of blood going down the gas mask type of thing, like it's, you know, bleeding from the inside kind of thing. So yeah, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and no, the. I mean- uh, the respirator bit as well. I did think about using a bit of sprue, but then on those German sprues, you had a couple of hands that were throwing the um, the German um, stick grenades. Oh yeah. So yeah. all that all I did was cut, was cut the hand and the uh, the handle off it and just sort of like pushed it up. Yeah, that was oh, it. fantastic idea. As I'm saying, I mean, my copy of the rules came last week in like like wall. I think I've mentioned this before. I'm getting so bad at reading uh, reading rules. Um. 
but it also transpires going to fall on me. My first tangent of the uh, of the show, but <laughs> it does work out. Uh, I do desperately need a new pair of glasses as well, so that might help when I get them sorted out for actually sitting down reading rules. But yeah, um, as yet, I've I've done my old um, get the rules, not read read them, and just started converting bits of Bob. So not dissimilar to yourself, I've got all the um, you know this year on uh, Warlords Illustrate, they've been you've been getting quite a few free Warlord sprues. So I've been digging through what I've got of them. I think I've got the new American sprue, the German um, uh, Blitzkrieg one, you know, the early Germans. I think I've got the British, uh, well, it's not, it's the Commonwealth sprue. So it's got like the the Sikhs with the turbans on and the Scots and uh, the, 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 is it the Bengali? And so there's lots of mixes of heads and yeah yeah and I'm, yeah. I'm obviously I'm not going to use the the like the the guys running around in shorts because I don't think that has the same sort of like the feel for the thing. But I've been mixing mainly the American and the German bodies up. And then again, I'm just going to paint them up in a fairly generic green or grey or something like that. So I'm trying to make them look as less like their origins as possible. But again, mixing weapons in bits and bobs. I've got some. Unfortunately, I've used all my spare AK-47s or that style of guns on other stuff in the past. So I've been just having to use chopping around bits and bobs off, off those sprues. Um, but then I've had the odd sort of more modern looking weapon to add on, but yeah. So I've, again, I've started sticking stuff together and not really knowing what I'm sticking together yet. So I might find out I've got like five blokes who are inappropriately armed and have to start from scratch. Uh, yeah. I've, I've had to do that before many a time, so I just get carried away. But yeah, they're, they're, again, it's, it's at, at the, the aesthetic. I, mean, I think we talked about this last time. In fact, I know we did. And I was saying, like, I'm very much going to be like concentrating more on uh, Reality's Edge and keeping away from Zora Alpha, but then no, I, I, I've dipped me too. So you know you can yeah you can yeah who needs to concentrate on just one gaming system? Yeah, why why do that, mate? Why do that? It's boring, isn't it? You know what I mean? Exactly. Why, yeah. Why, yeah. Why have one? Why have one gaming system when you can have sixteen hundred? You know what I mean? So exactly. Boring, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've 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 kept to me um. I've kept to me uh me New Year's resolution though so far, so that's that's quite good. Yeah, what was that one? Oh, what was yours again? I, yeah, I was. I wasn't going to spend. You know, I wasn't going to take out like more than twenty quid out of my bank account every month. Oh, yeah. Actually, sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, but the, but the good bit has been that so like you know I've I've sold a bit of stuff on eBay and bits and pieces. So I've although I've I've spent sixty to seventy quid. Only really so like you know twenty quid has been. Yeah, so you come about yeah, new yeah. money, so you know, which is which well, is nice. I've been really, really good. I mean, um, like figures wise, I think other than obviously I had Christmas and I've had my birthday, and uh, although the the everything I, like my birthday was it last back end of last month, and I've just asked for money to go towards salute in April. Yeah. But I think I bought the new uh, Chobi model from. Uh, footsaw for test of honor um i got him paired up and i've bought some french officers for napoleonic times and i think that's it which is <laughs> considering again we're, the, we're just coming into the second week of february that's pretty good going so yeah i've kept uh, like well under 20 quid so and that's without selling stuff so it's not well, too bad but, say. 
But again, it's what we're saying. We've been using, I've been looking at, I mean, obviously I've got a lot of stuff for Christmas. But going back to what we were talking about last last episode about um, repurposing figures, I mean, I was, I've was i just cleaned up and sprayed the um, block gang figures for, for, for Dread. And I thought to myself, wow. I could use these for for, for uh, reality's edges. So again, the, you know, I'm I'm still finding new things to use for for stuff. So that's all. Everything's uh, been working out quite well. So it's just I've not really had a, a need to, to to get anything. Well, I don't really need to get anything anyway because I've got thousands of unpaid figures in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yes, but we, you know, I'm not I'm not um, I'm preaching the choir here, really, aren't I? Well, it is, yeah, it is that one. It's especially you now you you've got that um, that big dangled carrot coming up. So like you know, the, when is it? Is it April or May? April. It's, uh, it's April. Mid. I think it's the weekend after Easter, so it's like mid. Like yeah. Two months. Yeah. Two two months time. Yeah. So, but that's all. Tickets are all bought. Hotels all booked. We've got the road trip sorted out. That's gonna be a good. It's gonna. I mean, we we went. Me and a bunch of lads who I, I, I like a regular game with. We went a couple of years ago, so it was probably four years. And we thought, yeah, it was good. Would um, but we, did, we thought, well, we'll not do it every year. Uh, and we planned on like the the. What, so what would they be in two thousand and two thousand something? And then we didn't go the year after. But then last year we went and we were like, no, it's it's the exp- it's the whole. It's not just the show it's just the whole weekend so yeah we're yeah. gonna make, make it it's gonna be i think it's gonna come out. i mean maybe not every year but it's a uh, again it's a good jolly down down to london from there you know the wild the wild country up north and there uh, see how you know everyone does it up down in the big smoke and there uh, but no it's just and again it's nice to see people you know obviously people from like you know who i've got to know through like the facebook group and obviously now through the podcast as well so it's uh, it's nice just to say hello and uh, you know press palms sort of thing. That's it, mate. That's it. I mean, I've only I've only ever been to salute once, I think, as far as far as I can remember. Yeah, and that was because um, uh, I, I do know a lad who lives quite close to the because it's at the um, what's what's the name of the, the X- XL XL. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he lives he lives quite close. So I did go down one year and then. Sleep on his couch on the night and stuff like that, but you know, it's it's, yeah. it's one of them ones. I mean, although although it's a, I w- wouldn't actually say no. It's the biggest show in the UK. I know, I know it's the biggest. Uh, I think it's the maybe, maybe the biggest selling you know selling show. I think it's probably the base, the biggest sort of like war games, war game show. Because I think probably the Games Expo is probably much much bigger. I, I, I thought, but I don't know. I mean. I don't think there's anything like on a. I mean, what's going to be next? Sort of like partisan or something like that, isn't it? But uh, I mean, it's yeah. gin- it is ginormous. Yeah, I mean, because you always say the the biggest one is the one in Germany, isn't it? Spiel, oh yeah, Spiel, Spiel's, it, yeah. Spiel's the biggest one, and then I think you've really got to go to, you know, over the pond to the American side for the next three or four. So I, I don't, I don't really think that, you know, the ones we have in the UK are even. You know, touching on think, maybe about the fourth or fifth biggest that they have in the yeah. I think the rest and I, of the world. So I think everywhere does them differently as well. I think like the American style from again from like no, I've never been, but you know, listen to what people say. Um, the American style is more of a convention rather than like a. I mean, 
salutes very much like a trade show with some. I mean, there's some amazing tables, but it's like it's not really. You wouldn't necessarily go to salute the whole. Oh, I'm going to have go and have a load of games. I mean, you, you, the options there, but I think it's more of a trade show, and, I, and again, I think it, it leans more that way in the UK. And again, I mean, I don't have the the, the greatest knowledge of like um, war game shows in England, you know, and obviously. I'm basing majority predominantly off like off salute, but yeah, I think I think salute's probably more of a trade show where there is games. And I know other ones. I think I mean again, I mentioned partisan. I think partisan's meant to be a little bit more involved in the gaming side, but I've never been, so I can't really say. But again, I think in Germany, in crisis in it's crisis Belgium and Netherlands is one of the two, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's um, it's yeah, it's Dutch, yeah, yeah. But again, I think that's again a bit more sort of. I think they're more game orientated, uh, and again, I think that the Americans have like you know they'll have like you know they'll have a room over here for gaming and a room over here for trading, and then it'll be over like a full weekend, and there'll be like you know, um, like panels and that kind of thing on. And so yeah, I think it is. I think it's just done differently. I mean, it's it, it's. Uh, I mean, I'd love to go over to some of the ones in the states because they sound amazing. But you know, it's obviously traveling there, convincing the wife. No. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 always one of the ones. I, I think you know a lot of um, you know a lot of me and my friends would like to go, but yeah. you know, once once you bill in the flight costs, then obviously because it's that weekend, the hotel costs are yeah ramped up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and then you got your spending money, and then you got on all the rest of it, and it just you know it's it, it's one of them. It's a it's a pipe dream, but I think you know it would definitely be a. Um, Something in the yeah, something, yeah, something in the distant future, yeah. You the, know, old, mate. the old bucket list thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think that's one good thing with um, salute with it being in the Excel because you go to the Excel and it's like one ginormous hall in a in a basically a massive aircraft hangar full of ginormous halls. So there's there's maybe like five or six other events going on. So like they're not like nobody's putting up hotel prices because salute's there. You know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah, yeah. You know, there's like when we were there one year, there was like across the hall, there was some sort of like vintage clothing kind of, you know, that kind of thing. And you know, so there was all loads of like, I don't, know, I don't want to just say it was only lasses, but you know what I mean? It was like more female orientated. So there was like kind of like, the, the, yeah, there was two very distinct different groups, uh, and there was also using one of the halls for I think. The London Marathon was like the following day or something like that. So there was like one of the reasons one of the halls is to, to go in and register. So it wasn't like, yeah, they weren't kind of going, oh, there's a load of nerds here. We'll hope they bump yeah, the prices yeah. up. But on the flip side of that, it's in the centre of London. So, the, I mean. Well, it's, it's always going to be expensive anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of them ones, isn't it? But it's worth looking around because they're all around it because you've got the airport there as well. The Dock, was it um, Docklands Airport? Um, it's just, no, the city airport, but, you know, it's the little, little. Uh, little airport in London, so there's tons, there's loads and loads of like, you know, holiday inns, premier inns, that kind of thing. So I mean, I think we've we've got a really good deal this year. I think it was only about like forty five quid each, and that's bed and breakfast, and it's literally a hotel right next door to the XL. So that's not too bad. I know. I mean, we did it. I mean, we've booked well in advance, so maybe that's the other thing. Because I know somebody's tried to, another friend's tried to book relatively recently, and he said he couldn't get anything close to that. So he's uh, having to end up about a mile away. But again, in the grand scheme of things, London. That's yeah, it's nothing, all, is it? yeah, it's nothing yeah. in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so yes, looking forward to that. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about that more in the next in the coming coming couple of 
couple of episodes uh, as it gets closer and closer, and I, my excitement level gets higher. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to give you my challenge that I, I, I normally give to other people who go down there. Yeah. I'll have to give you my challenge. I'll, I'll you know, I'll uh, I'll PayPal you over so so much, so much money, and he's going to go right. Your mission is to spend that as frugally and as uh, best as possible throughout the stands and see what you can come back with for you know oh, that's not that's not a bad idea that's, that, that's that is, all right that is one of my plans i think we've talked about this on on their uh, groups in the in the last couple of weeks but yes I, i'm going to go ahead with like a sensible head on i mean nothing nothing can turn my head when i go to like giant war game show but no i've got a couple of things i want to get and i think i'm going to try and stick to it stay small this year yeah yeah it's one there but you know sometimes people you know bring stuff back and I think there's still, you know, some miniatures that somebody's bought me are still in, still in the same Ziploc bag, have not been taken out even to be looked at, and they're still in the, uh, still in the drawer somewhere. But you know, it's one of them. I'll I'll get rid of them eventually because I'm not going to use them. But they're in there for. That's for it. A bit I mean, anyway. I, I know I've still got. I got some. Um, I got the Captain Scarlet figures from Crooked Crooked Dice, and they're still in the bag. I haven't done anything with them, um, but I think everyone else has at least probably been started. So yeah, not too too bad a job on them. So, but uh, yeah, I'm okay. sure that I'll, I'll get round to them at some point soon. Well, you know, fair play. You know, I'm not going to be jealous at all. But then again, you know, I've got the uh, I've already booked the weekend off for the end of uh, May. So you know, that's going to be my my weekend because I'm Is- like ten. I'm, I'm ten minutes away from the NEC so yeah. the so the expo will get uh I mean you know it's only last year that I went to all three days last year yeah so I'm I'm, I'm going to go through all three days again even if I just you know but I, mean, I suppose that's... That, that's you know you were saying about the way that it's done in in other places I think that's the what the one that's closest because that's got not only the the main vendors bit but it's got the the tournaments and gaming bit and then they've got the outside, which they had a, um, they had the Viking reenactors village in. Oh yeah, yeah. Then the, then the hotel where everyone stays at. That's where all the the role playing games are done and stuff like that. And then they've got bits bits and other bits and pieces as well going around during the, during the week. So I think that that that's the only one that's probably even close. But it's you know it's going to be nowhere near on the scale that. Yeah, but yeah, over I the mean... pond is. Uh, yeah, they, they they can only do things bigger over there, I think, can't they? And, and do it well as well, that's the other thing. So, it'll be, uh, well, yeah. you know, I know, I know, it's one of those ones. Actually, oh, just sorry. a little, something has just come to your mind there, because it was something that you, you said ages and ages ago, and again, it would have been probably around the time just after the last Games Expo, but you'd thought of maybe running um, or looking into doing War and States at the Expo, hadn't you? But, obviously... You're not going to do Warren States this this coming coming one, aren't you? Warren States three. It's going to be uh, it's Matthew Briggs is doing it down in Swindon. Um, is it when when is it? Is it? In yeah, May? yeah. I've, I've, I've let him... Um, no, uh, no. I think it's no. I can tell you. I should have looked. I, I, I don't know. Hang on. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get it up. I'll get it up as we're talking. We'll I was going to say if we're, um, yeah, I was just thinking, if we're professional podcasters, we would know what we're doing. Well, obviously, no, you're... Yeah, <laughs> come, on, come on, mate. I, I, don't, I, I don't claim to be anything. I don't claim to be anything like that. But, um, yeah, I, I was I was looking into it, but, uh, you know, the, the 
I'm amused with the expo is they organise all the tickets. So I, I don't know whether, you know, you don't get any benefit to put into scenery and put into any kind of prize part or anything like that. Yeah. From from the ticket sales, which you, which you normally get. And, I, you know, and they said, oh, well, yeah. you know, unless you get unless you get to like X amount of people that, you know, we could put we could pull you at last minute. And I just didn't want the um, the insecurity of it. I, I'd rather to like, you know, if I was going to do it, I know where I'm going to do it. I know it's 100 percent. Yeah. And I can I can I can work on that rather than, you know, deal it into um, into other people. But. It's just one name. It's just one name. Six of June. There you go. Six of June. Yeah. Faster than me. <laughs> You're far faster than me. So yeah. But uh, yeah. No. I mean, Matthew's. I mean, Matthew's really uh, active on the Test of Honor site, isn't he? So I think he'll should be. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get down just geography. Really. I mean, Swindon for me is. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's literally the other end of the country from you, isn't it? Getting on that way. Yeah. I think the only the only person who could who could organise it worse would be Matt literally on the south coast. There would be literally that would be the other end of the country. But yeah, um I mean I would love to, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna be able to Yeah, we'll do we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. I mean I don't know what my um my thing is at the moment because June's quite busy for the uh the music side of things, so I don't yeah. know. I'll have to say what June's like. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But uh, yeah, good luck with that, with Matthew, because it's uh, it was it's uh, it'll be a good it'll be a good idea. Hopefully, if it's been anything like the others. Oh, hopefully so. Hopefully so. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he's, I know, I know he's quite. You know, he, he enjoyed it coming up to so like you know when we used to have it in Nottingham. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll no. see. Maybe like reinvigorate myself to do another one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. See how he goes. Yeah, I wouldn't want to um, step on his toes at all, you know what I mean? So let let him have, you know. Yeah. He's he's taken the brand, he can run this year's one, so, and also we'll see how he gets on. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's a nice little break with, like, obviously, version two. So, I mean, obviously, it's uh, something, you know, it'll be the first sort of big event, really, I think. Has been with ver- um, version two that I know of anyway. Seems yeah. to be anyway. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't, you, know, I, you know, I mean, the only other time I ever saw a um, a large, what, what I would saw it's a lot of, you know, a larger event. I mean, there, there was the odds game store one that was run the same weekend as the the last Warring States because you know I did have people. And we said, we, you know, we we're going to try and do all at the same time and get everyone yeah. involved. But the only one I ever saw was, um, I saw a video of uh, the, the being one at uh, Adepticon. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I thought it had been, again, over in the yeah, States. So, yeah. um, but I'm sure that was only like 10 to 12 people there. You know what I mean? It was, mm. it was, it was one of those ones. But we'll say, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. But I, don't, I don't suppose it's that kind of game that, you know, it, a, lot it, well, the, it, a, lot, a lot of the people who play it are not competitive gamers anyway. No, this is what I was going to say. They like the storyline and stuff like that. So I think yeah. that's, you know, it, it doesn't really, it, it does lend itself, but then again. I mean, you, you could know, you could quite easily play a competitive, thing. yeah, you could quite easily play a competitive game with it, but I think it just lends itself. And it being, again, from the test of honor group, it, the people who are on there, you know, who are really involved are, more, are really more, into about telling the story than they are really about you know what's the meta for this 
this war band and I mean you, you're funny because you sometimes you'll see people who have literally just got into it and going oh what's the best war band to do and people just go just just do what you want mate <laughs> yeah yeah there is, there is no yeah there is no you know what I mean so exactly yeah I've self said that from day one that's you know one of the things I actually quite enjoy about the game that you don't have to yeah you don't have yeah, don't, don't have to do, there's nobody chasing what there is in in a lot of other games so yeah you know. yeah that's it i think it's because a lot of like all the stat cards are, are, are very balanced because it's very much like well you it, the the points it's like oh you know it's that like if you've got a plus here you've got a minus there and you know what i mean so there's never anyone who's got like massive like a, like a massive um like attack value without having a a discrepancy somewhere else, you know what I mean? So like, you know, the I mean Chuby is a classic one, he's like hard as nails, but um, he's not very agile, is he? It's just, there's there's that yeah, there. So yeah. anyway we're digressing really. <laughs> Once again well, but no, no no I'm just, I'm just following <laughs> yeah. you mate. You're, you're yeah, God, no. oh, any chance to talk oh. about a blooming test of honor man. Ah <laughs> uh, you're terrible. I know you're man. Terrible. I know. But it does actually need that because just, just you talking in about so like, you know the Facebook group. One of the things that's really brilliant about the Facebook group is um, the tables that people put up. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because I don't think until literally I got into this game that I'd ever seen a table with an Oriental or Japanese feel to it, you know what I mean? I've, I've never, never come across one. I mean, even thing like bolt action. I mean, people, if you like, you know, using like a Pacific game, it was always just jungle. You know, there was never sort of like, you know, they never sort of like made it into like an Oriental scene. I mean, obviously, not all the Pacific War was fought in Japan. I mean, it was only a very small really yeah. part like the end of the war. But you know, you know, there was no. I never really saw anyone do like an uh, an hour table so you know what i mean so it was like it was just jungle and yeah and um i mean yeah I, actually i think it was matthew it the last war in states did that fantastic table it was like a hillside and uh, now i mean I, I might be wrong but I, I i think was it matthew who brought it and it was like it was like it was like a it was like a hillside that was like going up like almost like a little bit of a valley and there was like some buildings down the bottom and it was there was some stunning tables at that at that uh that sure. I, 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 I don't know whether it's that one or was that the one that um, uh, Rich Carlisle did as the the showpiece one for the actual show. Oh, that actually would make more sense, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it would have been a hell of a pain in the backside to transport that up from Swindon. Yeah, yeah, because the there was one that he, you know, he made for the um, the Warlord Games Day. Yeah, when it was, when it was still when it was still under that uh, that flagship. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Rich yeah. tabled me. Rich tabled me on the very last game of that uh, that uh, event. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't right. surprise me in any way whatsoever. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, scenery is something. I mean, we're going to s- sort of slide into the main topic here, aren't we? Mate, uh, that was uh, that was seamless segue. That was my seamless segue. I should, I should seamless segue. Up, yeah. No, no, you shouldn't. But, um, but it was like it, 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 it's it's I've I've always. Loved the idea of like a a, a a scenic table, um, but it's like when I've had my little sort of fifteen year hiatus, it's one thing I've noticed is you know coming back into the hobby how much obviously MDF 
scenery and stuff like that didn't exist really you would get like the odd card build and i remember like working for games workshop and i think you could get like some sort of like card um sort of like mock tudory kind of empire looking sort of buildings and obviously it was the time that you would get um the Mordheim stuff all came out, you know, but it was just card with like the plastic reinforced like corners, that kind of thing. And obviously the similar sort of thing with uh, with Necromunda. I mean, I think if you think about the stuff with Necromunda, I think everyone took the card pieces away and just used like the bulkheads and just to make buildings out of them, didn't they? But it's 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 something that's coming back after that fifteen years. I've kind of gone, wow, that built the scenery side of the hobby is much more it, it, rather than just being something that you would do because I worked in the shop. And you would have all the because obviously you were selling toy soldiers, so having a, a big scenic board was as important, you know, draw as the soldiers of themselves. But you know, when you were going to play with your mates, it would still be a green cloth on the table with some books underneath to make a hill, and you know, it maybe you know, a couple of you know other books to 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 say, oh, this is a building. You know, there, there wasn't that much emphasis on um on scenery itself, and again. Personally, I think it's a good thing, but then I think there's there's another side of the coin as well. Like, it's it's like another not obstacle, but like it's almost like to me, it's almost like it's um <coughs> this, like like um like an, like another hobby necessity. So you know, to, if you want a game of you know forty k or or whatever bolt action, you know you've got to have all the scenery to do it as well. Now again, that's you know the hobby companies the. Like they're obviously going to push it because obviously they're wanting to make more money. Um, but as I'm saying, is it is it why is it um, is it a necessity um, or is it just what people expect now when they have a, a game of toy soldiers is to have a realistic realistic uh, table to play on? And again, there's the time constraints as well because like if you want a game of um, well even War, like uh, Warcry, you get all that fantastic scenery in it got your two gangs to paint uh now and then going back to Mordheim, you would paint your two gangs and then just push your your scenery again that's done it but now you've got to obviously build it and then there's the time you've got to paint it on top as well so there's more you know we everyone goes on about how we're all um a lot more time poor these days but then we're putting more barriers in our way but the, but then, as I'm saying that as well, though, there's companies like Foreground who have the pre-painted stuff, so you don't necessarily have to paint it yourself. But it's just, it's extra costs, I suppose. It swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Um, so I don't know, it's just something it's something I've been thinking of. There was a really good article in this last, um, in the last issue of Wargame Soldiers and Strategies by um, Rich Clark from the Two Fat Lordies. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if you've seen any of their boards, I mean, they, you know, they do, again, going back to Salute last year, they did a, um, again, it was a Pacific uh, board. I think it was sort of set in, um, maybe not uh, like the Philippines or like Papua New Guinea, that kind of area. So it wasn't, it was more colonial than, say, Japanese, but it was a big six by four table and the amount of detail in it was fantastic. But the thing that Rich talks about in in this, and again, it, it's the, the the extra little bits as well, which again, you might it, it, well, 
little tangent here. He's saying like they did this board once, and the, 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 it was somewhere. I think it was like Arnhem or something like that. And apparently in Arnhem, there's this big famous sort of ginormous roundabout, and it's but there's a park in the middle of it. So they'd spent all this time building this park, and then when they ran the game, nobody was interested. But everyone was kind of going, "Oh look, they've got dustbins." <laughs> So like the houses had dustbins, and he's sort of saying it's, it's it's about making plausible scenery. Obviously, it's got to be it's got to be playable, but then it's like that those little things. He always goes on about um, adding back gardens to houses because people are buy you buy an MDF kit off Sarissa or Foreground or TT or, or thousands of others out there, and you'll put it down. But you know, a house wouldn't look like that. There would be a path at the front. There'll be a garden at the back, and it's that kind of. If you're just buying these buildings, then are they just there to be to be blocking terrain? And then the argument is, well, could you not just use a few books stacked on top as well? So, is is the question I'm asking you, Kieran? Here is, is scenery essential? Well, I think it's it comes down to a lot of. Um, ease of availability that you have with it now yeah i mean because because i remember so like you know back in the 80s when i got into this hobby it was it was not like you would go and there'd be available the mdf kits that there are now that there'd be mm-hmm. the plastic kits that there are now there'd be you know all, all the bits and pieces right there. and i think it was more seen that the sort of the if you're into that, you you weren't into wargaming. You were a, a model train enthusiast. Yeah, or doing dioramas. Or... Yeah, because because those are the only people who would put that time and effort in. I mean, even going back, even I, I remember one of them vividly. It used to be um, when uh, um, a range of sort of the chaos warriors come out, and they would do. They did the. Um, like this diorama for White Dwarf. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I, I couldn't actually quite work it out, but I, you know, I found out about it a couple of years later. And all they've got is got a bit of polystyrene packing and just dripped super glue onto it. Yeah. And then the super glue had sort of like melted it into these weird sort of like chaos waste type shapes. And I thought, why didn't I not know about that when I was that age? You know, I probably would have knocked myself out of the fumes. And fumes, stuff like yeah. That. <laughs> But it, 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 I think it is now. It's just that ease of availability. I mean, you've got. You mentioned quite a lot of the companies now. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you know anywhere in the world has their has their own like local companies. It's not like it's it's difficult to get hold of. I mean, down in um, Australia, I know you know a few of the guys rave about. Is it um, Knights of Dice down in? Yeah, that's down in Australia. Did, did, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. You've got very. You've got quite a lot in the states i mean one of one of the ones that i constantly go and have a look at and you know eventually when i've got a space of like 50 60 quid is um is tray games over in the states yeah because because their their japanese range is just you know immense you know it's multiple room multiple level build wins for about 40 or 50 dollars you know what i mean so it, it's not that expensive yeah. but also, as well, you've got people like um, Mel, who's the terrain tutor. Yeah. You've got yeah. Luke at uh, Luke's APS, and they're actually showing people how to do it. 
Yeah, I mean, they both do a very, in a very similar sort of vein. It's that kind of like, well, look, you, you can, I mean, I, I, well, both Luke and Mel are just, I mean, I've, I've probably watched more more of Luke's videos than Mel's, um, just no other reason than it comes up more often on me, on me thing, but um, it's very much like, yeah, it's like, yeah, this is, this is, if you wanted this, but then look, you can do it this way. And, um, it, 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 I mean, it's shortcuts, isn't it? So it's, it, they don't have to always be, you know the 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 hardest. You know, you know, like building stuff from scratch would put you know puts a lot of people off. But I mean, you know, little. Yeah. I mean, I think Mel did. I think Mel did thing about like just like some like rock formations, and it was like it was um, you know expanding foam, just like yeah. stuck some of them yeah. on some greaseproof paper, then just carved it down, spared it up, and it was just like you know the 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 simplest of you know again just blocking terrain. I mean, it could be you know it's just some like you know rocky outcrops you know in like some moorland or something like that but yeah a little bit of time a little bit of effort and not like it's not like we're not talking like hours and hours and hours um but yeah them shortcuts are there and i can and, and they can be dead simple yeah um because what, what what's um i i i prefer luke's side than the dude males i'm I, you know I've got, I've got nothing against Mel and some of the stuff he does is is really beautiful but i I've always had it in the back of my head. That's more the diorama side than the actual playing side. If you know what I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit too good, and you you would sometimes get a little bit too angsty if you know people were mistreating it. Whereas whereas Luke stuff, because back in you know in the in the earlier videos, he was showing you how to do this stuff for as cheap as possible with stuff yeah. that was found down the local shop. I mean, the moment you know, I'm like. Moment, um... so, like they're using instead of getting epoxy resin, they're using the epoxy glues from the Poundland. I've still got a couple of them. Yeah, it's not the most. You get a lot of bubbles in and stuff, but it's it, you know a little bit of like um, water effects for, for very little money. Well, if it's a pound, I mean you get one that's yeah. like it's like a double syringe thing. You could quite easily fill like a small pond or anything like that. And, and yeah. it's actually uh, one thing I want to use. I want to get one of those you know those little creme brulee burners. Because he says, and I don't know if this would work the same with the glue, but he says if you, if you're using like resin, when it when it when it just goes down, then you just whiz it over with the the creme brulee burner, and it takes it like must pop the heat must pop the bubbles, so you get a clearer effect. But yeah, so, uh, I something... mean, yeah, but he, but he uses that for two things because he uses that with the the blue foam board as well to sort of like melt the melt it the straight path, on after the, the, yeah. the river into it. So. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's just one of those things. I mean, you know, that's I mean, that's, that's why it's become why you know why I think now it's you know to have a good table to play on has become a lot more important because it's a lot easier to have that table now. Yeah, it is. You know, it I mean? is. and if you and if you don't have it, then people will think that it actually detracts a little bit from the game, which I can which I can understand. Because yeah. we saw it down with, um, there was that, uh, was it last year or the year before, we had that 40k tournament down in London and the big uproar because all they did was have oh, white right. plastic, white plastic polystyrene blocks on the table. Yeah. You know, people were paying 40, 50 quid to go to this tournament and people would say, well, look at the terrain, man, it's shocking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. But again, that probably all boils down to that, that same. Aesthetic, we were just we were talking about Test of Honor before. It's it's like that 
a lot of people go to play forty k to 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 for the for the actual just the game the 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 competitive side of it. So you know, I mean, there's always you know the again it was last year the year before somebody turned up with like a I don't think they were using card standees, but they were like kind of using very crudely. 3D printed figures or something like that, and there was up and the one, and there was uproar because this person hadn't, you know, used proper figures, and it was that yeah, but it's it's because he was just there to play the game, and again sometimes, but on the flip side of that as well, I mean, a good 40k table or a good like Warhammer table, it's some of the best you've ever seen, really, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, sometimes sometimes people get stuck into them, and um, I mean again. You only was it last month you went down to Nottingham, wasn't it? Yeah, the Warhammer yeah. World, yeah. I mean, I presume it's still there. The big, the big, uh, is it like the Siege of Terror sort of display, which is in that stairwell, <laughs> which is about like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 size, yeah, size of a half a size of a five size football pitch. But that's, I mean, but I suppose when you're talking about making display boards, you, you can't really. Games Workshop is going to be quite good at it, aren't they? Well, that, I, I actually, I actually find something out about about some of the stuff they've got in there. Um, so I, I didn't realise this before, but going back to, um, not the last edition, but the edition before, uh, Space Hulk and mm-hmm. the last, uh, Blood Bowl edition. Uh-huh. You know all the you know all the pitches they they put out on the cardboard. Yeah, they're actually made. They're actually like three D made and then photographed for the board. Oh. Wow! I, 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 I didn't realize I, I didn't realize that. So they're, they're photographed and basically in um, must be um, something in the sort of the you know how they flatten the image kind of thing yeah, that makes yeah. it so like a bit more. But they're actually so like you know three D properly built. Scenery and then just sort of... scenery and then and then photographed afterwards. I, I didn't realise oh. that. And I found that out sort of you know couple, um, last week. I, yeah. I heard it on a on another podcast, and I thought, oh, oh okay. No, so I somewhere somewhere along the line, there's this, you know, this uh, this space hulk, you know, inner workings of a, a an actual like ship the... somewhere stored oh, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, wow, that'd know. be pretty pretty cool. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be. Well, it'll be stored somewhere in the, the depths of uh, Games Workshop, won't it? Yeah, no, probably, I didn't, didn't really. I mean, I presume this day and age, everything would have been like you know, doing on done on the old computer. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, just three D rendered or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, going back to a little bit what we were talking about before about um, when I was mentioned about what Rich Clark was saying about um, plausible and just doing like the little like the little nuances, you know, dustbins and that kind of thing. I'm just looking across the table here at the some of me um, Marvel Crisis Protocol. And of course, what you get in there, you get like the dumpsters, and you get the letterbox, uh, the telegraph poles, and well, it's not it's like street lamps and um, road um, traffic lights, that kind of thing. And they do to just make the only problem is I've only got two of each, so now I just need more and more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's yeah, it's just those little things that you don't really. Maybe you don't think of straight away, do you? Because it's 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 you think, right? I want this building. Um, again, going back to where, uh, like, um, well, crisis protocol, but I'm like using it for dread, and we'll also be using it for um, reality's edge. I've got a test. It's a TT Combat Oriental 
shop. But I've got um, so I've put it all together. Um, I've, and there's a few little bits and bobs I haven't added on. I've added the, the shop sign on, but I had a spare MDF um, like uh, air conditioning unit, and I've just stuck that on the side, and it's instantly changed it from being a feudal Japanese um, shop to a, a modern day or yeah, yeah, yeah. style yeah. shop, and it's just that one little box on the side. And again, it's just that thing. It just makes all the difference. Rather than you know, I could have painted it all up, and you know, put some. I've got I've got those you know the graffiti transfers you got for the Judge Dread. Yeah. So a lot of them are very Jed uh, Dread specific, but a lot of them are just. I mean, at a glance, you'll just you know look at them and go, oh, it's just graffiti. Um. So yeah, it, it's um, you know, you could if I but with just that addition of that little air conditioning unit i think it, it looks amazing absolutely fantastic so so i'm looking forward to painting that and yeah. i've got a, quite a few bits and bobs just that what actually i mentioned about figures i bought but i bought some scenery um i bought from tt i got the um it's like the the underground entrance so it's like a sloping it's almost like a sloping roof going down it looks like it's so it's like a, the, the 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 underground entrance a couple of billboard signs in a in a uh, taco van, and again, it was like for all them three, it was less than the cost of one of their brownstone um, apartment blocks. So I just thought fantastic just to fill up the board with like loads of like you know the billboard posters. I'm going to try and get something on there, and you know, and then rip the paper so it's got that. So you know, someone's come along, ripped it on, and got some bit of graffiti. So there's loads of stuff you can do, and it's like uh, again without having just big blocksy boxy buildings around it's that adding that extra little bits of detail i suppose some of them i could actually i've just thought i could put like a billboard on top of the i've got one of the brownstones i could have a billboard on the top couldn't i just adding all little extra bits and bobs so i'm looking forward to getting that i did a um i did a map like a, a, a sorry a, 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 a <coughs> um street map uh i keep saying map mat donkeys ago i was using the uh, you know the I don't know if I've mentioned this, but you know the um, the black membrane you can get down for putting in your garden or when you were putting gravel or wood chips yeah, yeah, down on, yeah. and it takes paint really really well. And it's obviously a fairly, but it's not black black. There's a bit of a like not a sheen in it, but there's a bit of greyness into it. It's it's not like black black. So I've like painted up the streets, like the pavements, just in grey, then sharpied the. Like the lines in the pavement, and it, it looks really, really good. So, I mean, that's, I mean, there. Now we'll go down another rabbit hole. Gaming mats now, they're fantastic, um, but they're very expensive. That's the other thing, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. But are they or, or are they just as expensive as it would cost you to put everything together and make your own? That's that's. Well, the I, I, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think it's the cost because if you did. If you did have, uh, you know, I, I think it's more the area that you've got to work in. Yeah. Ties you, ties you with boards and ties you with I mean, I, I could never have, although I'd want one, I could never have uh, a made board because I haven't got anywhere to store it in the house. Yeah. Pretty much that. Pretty much that's it. So, you know, I, I know that that's something that's going to be down the line a little bit. So, you know, game mats is the way to the way to go for me, but I prefer um what's the name of the company? Deep cuts. 
Yeah, they do. Photo. Because because they do like the different material. Because you get the the PVC PVC ones, which I mm-hmm. I don't really like because I think they're they're too shiny. You've got their um, mouse mats type material, which I think mm-hmm. is fantastic because it it does take the the clatter off, you know, rolling dice on it and stuff like that. So I never thought about that. Yeah, but they've they've also got their ones which are just um, like cloth printed mats. Mm-hmm. And to to be quite honest, you don't have to have. Um, well, what, one of my problems is with select scenery is sometimes let's let's precursor this a little bit because because I think a really well put together table will enhance a game exponentially, mm-hmm. but one that's maybe not done so well or maybe a little haphazard will take away from the game. So if you, for example, if you've got a green-based mat and then the hills that you put on top of it are done in a, a sand effect and then this, that and the other, it, it, it's just going to take away from the overall aesthetic of, of what you're trying to get. Yeah. But with the like the cloth mats, for example, you could put, actually just put the stuff underneath the mat yeah. And, it would lie, and it would lie flat over it, so there'd be no breakup. You wouldn't actually, you know, looking down from the top of it, you wouldn't actually probably see the hills that were on the table until you actually got down to the level of the table, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because everything would blend a little bit more together. Now I think that's 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 something that a lot of people don't do enough with mats, and it's not that I do, I do like the mats because they look amazing, but I think a lot of people just get a mat and lay it out like a like a tablecloth. Uh, and stick stuff on top of it, and I think one of the things for me, uh, I struggle with 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 mats like that is the very flatness of them. Um, and you know, I think people kind of get drawn in by the fact that they've got this you know wonderful six by four mat. It's you know the textures, the details in it, and, and, and but then sometimes if you step back, it's a very flat, unnatural. Um, board you know it doesn't it, it again you were saying about detracting and i think that's one of the things people don't do enough with again any any boards i think sometimes i think it's a, a bit of a killer for me because especially if you've got a large very very flat expanse and obviously you can't have humps and bumps and lumps all through it because you couldn't play on it but a little bit of elevation just adds a, a small and again i've done it myself i, I the, the first big board i made um was I mean it was it was specifically for Test of Honor, but I could use it for anything else. And again, it's just a three by three. Um, well, technically, it's a four by three board. I've got a bit of space on, but it, the the playing area is three by three, so it's a bit of six six inches on both sides for your cards, that kind of thing. Um, and I used um, you know you can get the chipboard um, loft um, pan, like panels, you know, the, the the kind of like tongue and groove together, and so you want to like the to yeah the, yeah yeah. Board. And they do work quite well together, because um, obviously this, they, they, they'll, they'll, they'll slip in together and, and join. That, but you know, you're not, you're not, you're not, you can take them apart and then obviously you know, I just stick them up. When I've got a bit of loft space, or so quite lucky that way. But I've put them together, and when I first did it, and I've got a river running down the middle again, using like resin, like we're talking about before. It looks really nice. I've got like cobbled roads, and but without the addition of adding any hills to it, which I have done 
um, what's the word I'm for? Like, you know, um, modular hills. That board, even though it's a three by three board, just on its on its own, it it, it doesn't look right. It's just too too smooth. And I think that's you, you need that bit of. But again, it goes back to what Rich Clark was saying about a plausible a plausible yeah. battlefield, doesn't it? It's not a. Uh, it, it's kind of it, you want it to look realistic. You want it to be. I mean, that's it. You can have it. You can have it all like telegraph. Poles all the way down the length of your road, but then if you keep knocking them over every time you move your figures, that's not that's not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, these these billboards I've just got from TT, they're uh, lo- lovely looking, but they're very much weighted to the back, and they'll just fall over. So I've had to add a little like little sort of like leg jutting out to stop them toppling over because they would just be over no matter what. So yeah, it's it's, it's one that it's one of those as well because I mean, I've you know I've not I've not seen them, but. There has been a couple of boards that, you know, although they're spectacular boards and have been reported about it being spectacular boards, that they don't actually aid to the game experience themselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's one, um, I mean, I know the guys in Australia keep going on about, about um, a Stalingrad board they've got down there. Yes, I've Though the board is absolutely fabulous to go to, it's a, a bitch to play on. Well, um... I mean, so... I, I, well, I don't know which way you'd go with that. You know, do you, again, does it go back to the fact that a good-looking board would enhance the game, but it also has to be a, a board that you thought about that you can actually play the game on, kind of thing, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Um, now, I don't know if we're talking about uh, Luke Fellows, uh, again, doing some of his stuff. Now, I don't know if he, if um, the guys at Footstore had specifically asked him to do this board. It was for when... Um, when uh, More Gods came out last year, and again I saw this at at Salute. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I think they probably obviously work together, and it's this lovely three by three board, very you know ancient, like 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 obviously obviously ancient Greek, but um, maybe a quarter, three quarters of the, uh, a quarter of the board is is ocean. It looks absolutely. Insane. I mean, he's got this whole, you know, beautiful. Tur- I mean, you've probably seen the board I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful turquoise sea. I think it was one of the first times he's really like experimented using sort of like a wave effect. It looks incredible, but that quarter of the board you can't play on. Uh, it, it it wasn't obviously specifically made. I mean, it was as a gaming board, but it was more of a showpiece board. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. There is elements like, I mean. That talk about that test of honor board I've made, I've hard modeled in if that's a term I can use, but there is a river running right down the middle of it. Now, there's always going to be a river running right down the middle of it, I can't get away from it. Yeah, I've got a, there's, there's some stepping stones, there's uh, two points where bridges can go across, but I mean, obviously, sometimes when you put a river into a game, it's it can cause a lot of uh, a lot of bother. I mean, I mean, you could. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up another one in a second, but go on. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. It, I mean, obviously, you can you can house rule stuff if you just play with your mates. You could say that that river's only angle angle deep, and it's you know, it doesn't cause you any any discomfort at all. But it's it's yeah, it is. It's one of those things. It's it's where you draw the line between having a pre like a set board and a modular board. I mean, I think probably a modular board, which is probably what the majority of people will use 
because of just the very nature of not having the space to have a table set out. I mean, I've kind of got that set table, um, but when I've gone to make a second one, um, and, and well, initially I was going to do it for Test of Honor, and I think, not Test of Honor, for Mortal Gods, but I think I'm going to, I've got something else I'm going to use for that now, so I'm going to use it as a bit more of a generic one, but more of a kind of a deserty, wastelandy kind of area. But I'm just going to do a flat board and then add bits to it, so the hills and rivers and roads and stuff like that, they're all going to be separate, because as soon as I think you start sticking stuff down on the table, you're pinning yourself down to say, yes, this lake's here all the time, this river's here all the time, this road's here all the time. So, you you, you know, it's it's you're playing on the same board every single time, aren't you? Yeah, right, so two points. The first one on the uh, talking about um, as soon as you put a river in, I've only ever played on this board once, and I only went to this um, this competition once, but it re- the actual the board spoiled the day for me, really. I mean, one of the ones with bolt action, it's a lot, you know, the big kit that everyone seemed to always want was the Pegasus Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Now, although, yeah, a stunning, brilliant kit, you know, beautiful kit and all the rest of it, as soon as you try to play a game on that, all you've got is the bridge. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't play either side of it. And, the, you know, the way that the the tournament has been set up. You can only play one way on the board. So since you get onto it, it's it's a it's a it's a no hope situation kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it, it's it just it's the, it, that just spoiled it. You know, so it's it's the same sort of thing as the Stalingrad thing. If you want that, you couldn't you can't have Stalingrad without having loads and loads of you know ruins and that kind of thing. Yeah, but it it, it you, you're limiting yourself because again you can't really have make that look like Stalingrad with just some bits of generic ruined buildings you physic I think you've really got to build it and then like we were saying before it, it really ties you same like you same Pegasus Bridge I mean I think the Pegasus Bridge kit you've got the advantage of it being probably what six or seven inches across so you've got a bigger playing area but you're still you're still stuck to that one bit yeah yeah, and I mean, and, and rivers, rivers in the game can be a right swine. And the only, the only time that me and you had a game, there was rivers played a large part of that. I remember. Oh, right of course, course you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one yeah, that I ran, so. ran straight across with my, my, my only one decent figure who got chopped down straight away, and the rest of my guys just stayed on either side of the river. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, no. got chopped a bit. Yeah, so. but I mean, yeah, you you saying about this, like the, the thing about once you do a board, it's it's pretty much set i mean you know because uh, i've often thought about doing one and what i was going to do is um do it in foot by foot tiles yeah and um it was just it, games workshop did it did it a while back because they brought out their like their solid hard plastic board kits didn't they and they were well, also like you know a foot by foot they're um, actually, what, yeah, they're yeah. a bit bigger. Actually, I've just got acquired one of them. This is what I'm going to use for my. I was mentioning the, the the mortal gods. They're actually two foot by two foot. They're a big. So you've got six of them. You've got a six by four board. But uh, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it always seems it's a lot. You know, they're they're built up to like um, a bit of a hill in one corner. Yeah. So if you've got four of them, you could put four of them together and have a big hill in the middle. 
or yeah. you could turn it around and sort of have two bits of it. He'll come down. So you know, it, it it becomes a bit more a bit more modular that way that you could, you could actually change the board round and not really lose lose the overall look of the board if you know if you know what I mean. And all those hill, those all those raised areas, all fit in with all the other ones. So you know that yeah. the, the foot footprint of the edge of the board are all the same. So yeah, they do work. work yeah. I think you get. I think in the set you get, as I'm saying, the six two by two bits. I think you get four raised and two straight flat. Yeah. Um, and again, I mean, obviously you've got a lot of pits full of skulls. <laughs> So oh, depending on what depending on what you want for, I'm I'm filling mine in. I had kind of half thought about keeping one to make it still a bit more um uh games workshop y kind of chaos y waste, but I thought to myself, oh no, I mean I could I mean there's other scully kind of things I could add on top of it. So it'd make it a lot more generic to use if I just fill it up. Again, that's it. I mean if I've got this one bit with skulls in, I'm gonna have to put something on top of it every time I use it if it's not a 40k game or a, a, a Warhammer game, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that that goes... Now, you know, we're talking about segues before this comes in segue because, um, you know, we are talking about earlier on about sort of the ease of, you know, being shown about how people can make it. A lot of the times, people can make such a bit of experience and such a bit of board, not looking about the overall terrain, but actually, just the little bits of scatter terrain that you can you can put onto a board. Yeah. I think that I think that those things bring uh, a plain area in a board more to life than oh look at look at this fabulous building I've got over here. Well, if you don't if you look around it, it does it, it's it's again going back to that thing you were saying that plausible board. Yeah. But just just the little bits that you can add. And there's and, so I mean there's so know. much stuff yeah and there's so much stuff out there it's really really nice isn't it and yeah. you know um. Bad Squiddle have quite uh, this last year have been doing a lot of that kind of thing, like little you know barrels and signposts, and you know it, it's it's fantastic. Again, I'm using them as an example because I know I've, I've I've used them myself, but I know there's, there's 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 so much stuff. I mean, there's a lot of like I've been looking at a lot of like city stuff, um, like modern city stuff for the like my my sort of generic dread. Uh, Reality's Edge, Marvel, Crisis Protocol, kind of thing, and you know, like TT do, like um, you know, it's a like kind of back alley refuge. <laughs> it's like you know, a washing machine without a like a door on the front, or you know, uh, you know, just junking tires, you know, stack of tires, that kind of stuff. And it's just those little things that you know, you, you, it's the things you'll have this beautiful, like I think what Rich Clark again was saying, and that thing you'll have a beautifully painted house. And then if you stick a like a, like a push bike and a and a dustbin at the front of it, those are the things that people are going to know. It's not necessarily the fantastic, yeah. beautiful house. It's just the, the making it the reality. The yeah. thing that's again probably loads of places do, but again I'm, I'm I, keep, I do keep meaning to pick this up. But TT and it's quite cheap. Again, I, I'm banging on about TT because but it's just a company I use a lot because you get a lot for your for your money. I think. But they do a pack of pavement, and it's just strips of you know bends and curves and you know corners. I mean, obviously, most pavements in cities are um, like on the ninety degree angle, so they're not twisty turny sort of pavements. And it's just you know little things like that. Because again, on a on a city mat, on a city mat, you'll have your um, your pavement, but it's going to be flat on the road. But just that 
five mils, well, not even five mil, three mil little step up, it just gives that a little extra bit of, of reality, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can make these these little bits of scenery as well from literally anything. I've got, well, I did, um, I, I bought a couple of bits for the, the Gaslands table. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was off uh, a gentleman off eBay. It, you know they're really well put together, really well done. But you know he sent them over, and I said, you know I was just looking at them, and so like I was trying to work out what he'd made them from. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like an old cheap Poundland torch <laughs> with um, uh, cocktail sticks around it. Oh, and it, 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 when you you know you'd never actually know that's what it was, but when you actually saw like pick it up and have a look at it, you go, yeah, that's what it, yeah. Oh, right, oh, right, okay. It's like the um, old sort of, um, coffee shop stirrers, isn't it? They've many yeah, of yeah, them have gone. You know, that's, you know, if, if that would used to be the way, if you wanted a fence or some kind of rickety bridge or even a sort of proper bridge or wood panelling on, you know, a house, that was the way you went. And all you did, you know, go into, go into Greg's. I mean, I, I still do it now, now and again. You know, yeah. going to Greg's in, on the morning and so like, you know, when you're there, so like, you know, putting your, your sugar in your coffee and stuff like that, you know, there'll be a, more, more than one of the uh, coffee stirrers will make it out, out of that uh, out of that pot, you know what I mean? But or, or, things... or do, I've, I've got on Amazon, I bought a pack of a thousand for about two quid. Well, there <laughs> you go. Ginormous you know, bag of them, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got other things like um, straws. Yeah, you know, straws are unbelievable terrain. If if you want to put like a bit of pipe work on the end, on the outside of a building, if you get with so like a little bendy straw that you get into like you know the, the kids so like juices nowadays, and you cut them down and you spray them up and and all the rest of it, they they're, they're just as believable about anything else that you'd make from a, a resin printer or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Well, no, it's uh, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of stuff you can do, isn't it? I mean, I mean, that's, I think that's what we're getting at. I mean, scenery, scenery building itself, so uh, it's 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 a uh, it's the ho- a hobby within a hobby, isn't it? It's a uh, it's a new it's a new wing of the hobby. If, if you yeah, it's not it's not necessarily a new wing of the hobby, but it's a lot more accessible wing of the hobby, isn't it? It's uh, just, I, I, I think it's pro- it's probably the, the one that's come. You know, more to the fore a lot recently. So yeah, I mean, you know, every, everyone wants a nice looking board, don't they? I exactly. like playing a nice looking board. So yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Just, just a little, little bit more added to the game. It's, it's, it's always, it's only going to, so you know, it's only going to yeah. make you games that you want. To be quite honest, if you play games on good tables, it's going to make you want to go back and play that game more. So yeah. You know. If you, especially if you're new, new to a game, or even new to the hobby, I was going to say new to the hobby, but even new to a game, if it's if you're going playing on if that, if you're telling the story, and again we're coming from the standpoint of two people who like narrative gaming, but it's that you know if it, if it's uh, if it's there, it it, it 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 draws you in, doesn't it? It does. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely so. Smashing. Anyway, we're going to go into our uh, from the ramparts section now when we're going to be uh, looking at anything that we've got our eye on coming up in the near future, be it products or events or things like that. Um, so 
Kieran, anything that's you know picking your interest and in on the the, the the coming hobby horizon? To be honest, I don't, I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I think, I think it's um, it's one of those ones at the moment. That maybe because I've got because I've got the zone and stuff on the go, and because I've got other bit other bits and pieces from other projects trying to get them finished off. I don't think I've actually been. You know, physically looking at anything. Well, um, I've just, yeah, I've just, I've just had a um, a mate of mine last weekend. He's because he's um, he plays uh, Star Wars Legion and stuff like that. So mm. he had you know a couple of boxes of the the core set when this just come out, and he just says, "Well, I've got a spare rule book. Do you want it?" So you know that's fevered into. Uh, the possibility of maybe somewhere down the line after all these other projects going doing going to have a look at that because I know they've brought like their um, skirmish rules as well not too long ago I've announced so they would reduced points cost type of thing so you know that's yeah maybe yeah. one that might that might go on the might go on the the possibilities for for the, that, for the rest of the year you know yeah I mean that's it's it's something that I, it I'm really eager to get into but it's, I'm kind of like. I went half on the, the the original core box with my mate donkeys ago when it first came out, and I went the rebels. Always been a massive rebels fan more than an empire fan, um. But I really, I've really, really struggled with them, um. And then it's just recently I thought to myself, oh, I want to do something a bit more. I I, I think I probably did, I, um, Brad um from well obviously he's, he's now doing the um beyond the first marker podcast which is all legion but. Some of the his stuff he's posted on the cast day stuff. Uh, I think he did the imperial, the, like imperial marines, uh, and essentially like the snow troopers, because it's this this whole idea of you know we everyone paints stuff up as it looks like in the films, but then you think that, that, that would the all would all the snow, would the, you know the the space uh, space marines man, <laughs> all the stormtroopers be. You know, it's no like in in the snow get up stuff because I think it's meant to be like environmental gear they're wearing, isn't it? Rather than snow specific, we've only seen the guys on Hoff. So I've done mine up very differently, uh, and so I'm I'm kind of leaning more towards the the Empire now. So uh, again, it's 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 another it's the mashing up of two great joys, toy soldiers and Star Wars, and I think I think it's the whole thing. I, I don't want to do it wrong. That's why it's, I've, I've taken my foot not fully off it, you know what I mean? But it's, uh, I think that's something, that's probably something we're, like, a good thing I think we've talked about before, but something we could talk about in the future. That's sort of like cross genre kind of thing would be quite a cool thing to talk about, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I've actually um, messaged that uh, that podcast and I thought, you know, because I, I know very little about the game and they're, they're always saying, you know, that they, they want to do. Um, various so like you know themed armies from the, the various points in the film so on you know i've um i've slapped them a question saying you know i want to do it from from this bit because i really like this and and that so mm. what what do you think so you never know in upcoming that, that him and uh brad and drew will you know actually have a go of it and that you know i don't have to think about what rookie models i have to get that i can just you know get them to uh to to tell me what I you know what, what you I'd need. need to what I'd need to put a thing together kind of thing. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, the theme I'm doing mine on, and again, it's it it it's it's a little niche-y, um 
because it's, it's actually from one of the the comics going back in the nineties, and it was um, Crimson Empire, and it's uh, it's the way it, it's a, that's a story about um, the the Royal Imperial Guard, and like you know, obviously these you only ever see them standing there. I know some of the later films that they've been, you know. Doing a bit more, uh, or the their their new order equivalent have been doing a bit more, uh, you know, more than just standing still. But yeah, obviously these are meant to be super elite uh, special forces uh, guards, so it was a bit more story behind that. So that's kind of the the the, the, the thing I've gone for, and I, I, I don't want like no white armor because that was the other thing that put me off. Yeah, being yeah, stormtroopers. So yeah, so that's another another thing that's that's drawn us along that line. But um, yeah, so yeah, legions, legions. Something I do want to get into. Um, it's just yeah, I think I've got this terrible habit of of if it's something that it's like a known IP, like your Marvel stuff and your Judge Dread stuff, and I think because I I was kind of put off a little bit with with Star Wars, but I wanted to make it look right. I think I've kind of pushed myself on those two and said, no, right, just get on with it and get stuck in. Because, you know, it, it's not like I'm very much of like, I never paint, never paint a toy soldier, what it looks like on the box. But if it's Captain America, it's Captain America. If it's a stormtrooper, it's a stormtrooper to a certain extent. And it's that, you know, it, 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 you want to make it look, look right, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Well, that's that's one. I don't. I don't um, what else is there? You know, there's nothing else. It's taking. It's, it's taking. It's, it's grabbing me. I mean, you know, even you know, with all the sort you know, the new sort of games workshop stuff that's coming out. I mean, you know, they've just put the new things out for Underworlds. What is it? It's not Shadespire anymore. Now it's um, no, Beast Grave. Cool. Beast Grave, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's looking at some of the models, and I'd, I'd, I'd be, you know, running down the shop to get them. But I, I just thought to myself, but I'd, I'd never, I'd never play with them. No, you know what I mean. I'd, I'd just get them just for the sake of it, and it would be. Uh, I very, I very much in the last last twelve months been not off Games Workshop, but it's not really been inspiring as much. And got Warcry, and and thought the rules are fantastic, but then it had a bit of a low. But then again, this last month, I've been invigorated a bit more with um, Warcry. Obviously, there's a new, the new two war bands are coming out. But then there's just some new monsters. There's that. Um, well, actually, twofold because this will go into one of the things that's on my on my um, uh, like I've been looking at. But there's and I can't remember because I know Games Workshop don't call things ordinary names. They've got their own versions of. But it's almost like a minotaur. Um, and very, very Greek looking. He's got a very sort of like almost hoplite esque big round, you know, shield, and he's got like a big spear going on. Not a full on sort of bull face, it's a bit more sort of humanoid, but ginormous horns, and it looks really, really nice. But then at the same time, um, Trish Carden has been doing some stuff for Footstool for the new Mortal Gods Mythic. I mean, I think probably everyone, and she's been doing the monsters, so she's done, I believe she's done the Hydra, which is fantastic, the Cyclops, but then just this week, I think she's like literally been working on it this week and dropping pictures, but there's the, uh, the new the new Minotaur, um, and that looks, it, it's a proper 
big. It, it's a proper mineral, proper buzz, head, everything. Um, I mean, I've even heard somebody say today saying, "I'm oh, really sorry, but I'm going to butcher that. I'm going to, I'm going to get it and chop the axe off it and have it as me blood bone, me blood bone mineral." That looks absolutely like really, really, and all those. I'm quite looking forward to to mythic. I am actually, I am, I am looking forward to mythic. But um, yeah, just some of those those monsters. They've got a. I remember Andy talking, Andy Hobday talking about it. They want to keep that sort of like um, Harryhausen sort of look and theme to it without directly just copying them. But they wanted that aesthetic. So the Cyclops has got that look of the Cyclops from as a Clash of the Titans or Jason. Oh, that's like you know, I, I get them all mixed up. But obviously the the skeletons and all that. So yeah, I mean Mythic and it. I mean obviously the Mythic. Kickstarter's out at the minute, but then there's all the stuff coming. You know, uh, Trish is doing for that. Uh, Stavros is doing. I think a lot of the stuff for the for the. I think there is figures that's going to be like because um, there's going to be four gods. There's going to be Zeus, Hades, Hera, and I'm not sure who the fourth one is. But they're all going to have like a specific priest. So there's going to be a priest of Ares and uh, Ares, priest of. Um, Hades and the priest of Zeus, and then um, they they they'll you know have like I think you know the, the 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 priest of Zeus will be like all muscles and stuff like that, while the, the priest of Hades will be a bit more skeletal and a bit more sort of like wizened, and then using the old Vitrix hoplite figures, they'll be doing different heads and shields and that kind of thing. So the the theme of that of that god will go through. So stuff like that, I'm really 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 looking forward to. Um, and staying with mortal gods, actually, the I've just picked up a few the back end of last year, a few of the the Persian. I've got, I've got like the Persian like leader, and and again, again another one of his sort of companions, one of the characters. But then War Games Atlantic, I think at the end of this month, I've got their plastic box of Persians coming out. So that's something I'm going to have, keep my eye out for when I'm at um, at salute. I think. Uh, that's sort of, yeah. So I think mythics a big thing that's coming out for me. But yeah, some of those some of those big monsters look look stunning. It's it's one of them. It's another game, and I won't I won't be about it. But she doesn't really. Well, yeah, we've talked about this before. It, it, it doesn't doesn't really push me buttons, but you know, mm-hmm. but the the stuff that they're doing is you know is is stunning. I think they're going away. I think they're sort of saying as well. If you just got your bog standard. Um, Mortal Gods army, like Logos, I should say, Warband. You, they've, they've pointed at it so you could still fight. So it's essentially it's a historical game, which has got uh, they're adding a fantasy element to it, essentially. But the fantasy part of it isn't so. Um, you know, you can you can your Spartan. Like Logos could fight like a, a, a Hades warband with a Hydra and loads of harpies in it. It's a, it's balanced. They've done it. I think they've done it quite well and added a few, you know, quite sort of typical sort of fantasy tropes like fear and terror and flying, but not gone. They've not turned it into a all out and out fantasy game. It's still mortal gods at its core. Um, but there's just added these elements to it. Again, in something I know, going off a little bit of a tangent and back to what we always end up talking about, Testavante. 
I mean, I know loads of people have have, have always asked about, you know, will they ever do a, 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 a supernatural sort of, because again, there's all the the, the 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 spirits and stuff like that in in Japanese folklore, isn't there? But I mean, I, I think I think uh, Graham's always kind of shied away from that, from what what I've known. But I know, I mean, I've done some like undead stuff, but just used Asagari. I mean, undead Asagari, but just used them as Asagari sort of thing. So uh, I suppose it's just again, it's how you want to theme theme your warband, really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Two other little things actually just come to my mind there as well. I should have mentioned these earlier on. Um, I think it was on the uh, War Games Soldiers and Strategies um, podcast on their news bit. Now, I've, I've, this is the only place I've heard it. and But again, it's coming from some guys who are you know, a lot more in the know than I am. But the, 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 there's... Blood Red Skies, which is Warlord's um, one to two hundred scale Second World War combat game, which is something I've always been quite interested in because I've always loved like Second World War planes. Um, but there's a rumor going around that there's a version two is going to be coming out, but Airfix are getting involved. Now, does that mean it's going to go from a, a one to two hundred scale? Uh, combat game. We want the seventy-two scale combat game, and now to me, that just seems too big on the table. I mean, it look impressive, but I think I spoke to um, Tumbling Dice do some really, really lovely um, one to six hundred scale um, aircraft, um, and I've got them some of them for Bag the Hun, which is a two fat lardies aerial combat game now he's of the impression that one to 200 scale as in what um blood red skies is now is too big a scale obviously he you know he, he wants to sell his one to 600 but yeah one to 72 on a i mean i've only got a five by five by three table so i mean a couple of spitfires and a couple of measure smiths and that will be the whole table filled really so yeah I mean, yeah yeah I mean, it, to me, it, 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 it's if it's true, and again, we've got no reason to believe either way. But is it maybe um, Airfix are getting involved because they want to sell more toy airplanes, get into the gaming? I mean, obviously, Airfix have dipped their toe into the the war gaming um, arena quite a few times, but um, you would have thought. Like the 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 mainstay of their business is the aeroplanes, really. I mean, obviously there's tanks and everything else, but it's always been model aeroplanes, really, isn't it? So you would have thought they would have maybe looked at something before, but then on the other side of that as well, what is Warlord going to do with all the one to two hundred scale aircraft that they've already got, or will they continue to support it as a one to two hundred scale game and? I don't know. I mean, again, it's all hearsay, and I think when it was mentioned on that podcast, there was it was they had as much information as I've just said there, so that you know it was all speculation. But it's it's quite an interesting interesting one because um, obviously you're too too big, uh, and you know Warlord and obviously Airfix are two of the two big war gaming and modelling. Companies coming coming together on that one, so I'd be quite interested to see where that goes. Um, the flip side of that is as well, you 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 um, you want the two hundred 
planes are pretty much built, I believe. You know what I mean? There won't be a lot of bottling, but if you want a, a quick game of uh, of one to seventy two um with red skies, you're gonna to have to build you got to spend quite a bit of time knocking up even four planes would take even you know, a whole weekend at least, wouldn't it? Uh, but again, we'll have to see. Yeah, just just a it's, it's, it's what again. It's one of them ones, mate. You know how and, until stuff, you know, there's always been things, you know, about changes in games and stuff like that. And as soon as it changes, the the hearsay goes out. You don't, you don't actually know what's going on. So no. yeah. there's very few people who actually know that's sort of the proper story. So well, that's it. Yeah, and things are liable to change, and or somebody's. Somebody's told something to somebody and hadn't got quite the whole story in the first place, and you know you never know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, of course, yeah. It's a game. It's a game. I've, as I'm saying, it's a game I've been interested in, but more that I like little aeroplanes more than. I mean, the rules themselves, warlord rules, are going to be fairly decent. It's fairly solid, aren't they? And, uh, well, as, uh, obviously, there's you know whatever Warlord's going to do with Airfix, we'll have to wait and see what that is. But uh, something that does definitely seem to be more on the cards. Um, well, it, it must be because stuff, a few months ago it was it was very sort of. Um, I think we mentioned on the first the first episode was the the the, the uh, old world coming back into play in the in uh, in Warhammer. Um, from getting away from Age of Sigmar. And then uh, and I think there was, again, it was just very much rumours at the back end of last year and we didn't know what, and it was like, is it going to be, I think people were saying, oh, it might not be for a while yet, you know, we're talking maybe years rather than months. And uh, But then all of a sudden, um, this month, just last week, we're starting to see re-imaging uh, uh, you know new versions of the of the old world map that's coming out of it it's, it's all been it's not like just something that somebody's knocked up it's it's a, it's a full um it's essentially it's 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 um the european part of the old world so it's the empire it's britonia it's uh the chaos wastes it looks it looks actually the only difference i've really noticed is it looks a lot more like europe than it ever did i mean the chaos waste looks a little bit more scandinavian but um, but yeah, so that looks and it's coming from Forge World, which I think the rumor was it was going to be coming from Forge World. But it looks like the wheels are a lot more in motion than two or three months ago we were possibly led to believe. So again, it's all just hearsay and stuff. But it's that's something I'm very much interested in because I, 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 I've not I've never yeah, really been you, that yeah, taken. Cause, yeah, yeah, because you hate Age of Sigmar, don't you? That's what it is. I just, That's what you want to yeah, yeah, come on. yeah, I hate it. No, it's just it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's never it's never just it's it's never just quite quite did it for us. And I think it's yeah, because yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't the old world. And it, it, it also, I mean, we've, I've said this before. It, when I got back into the hobby, it was essentially like I got in the hobby, and then somebody said, "Oh yeah, by the way, the old world's just been destroyed, and it's this whole new place that's set in this." weird high fantasy thing and again they're not going to get rid of age of sigma aren't they but i think they realize that there's enough people out there who want to play an old school rank and flank based in an ip that they have the rights to and you know everyone has got time and time invested into it so there's all these old 40 year old plus guys who want to play warmer fancy battle and then there's all the new kids who go oh what's this warmer fancy battle and you know can can i have a 
Yeah, you know, as is it, will Stormcast be in the old world? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, they probably yeah, yeah. will be, but we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, well, you never know, dear. You never know. Yeah. You know, well, I don't just uh, the the one thing that, you know, the one thing that I am a bit wary of that it's like you say, it's it's going to be, uh, you know, a possibility of it being Forge world driven or whether that's just going to stop it in its tracks a little bit because, you know, obviously the the costing issue of being from that side of the, that side of that company. So that's it. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, cause they're good. having, when, when I went up there a couple of weeks ago, the, the Forge World store was, I, I don't know if they were just restocking it or moving it around, but it, it seemed like, oh yeah, it's, you know, stuff that was in the Forge World store is now in actually in the main part of the shop. So whether they were clearing space for stuff, I don't know, but you never know, do you? You never know. No, no. no. It's, I mean, that's it. It's, it. it's always interesting what comes out of GW, doesn't it? So just keep, we'll keep an eye on this one and see how it goes. I mean, and again, you know it's going to be totally divisive because you know, some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. No matter what they do, it's Games Workshop. No one's, you know, Games Workshop can't do something and everyone will universally love it. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's very exactly. true. Good. No, interested. Very interesting to see how that goes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Right. So I think is that is that. I think that's it. I, think, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I, ain't, I ain't got anything more down on my my notes. So I think yeah. Yeah. I think we shall uh, we shall wrap it up there with a uh, a big thank you for everyone again listening to uh, number three. So again, um, the Facebook Facebook page if you want it. If you're following it, a lot of you will get it off here. Um, we have the Discord conversation. So I know there's about, you know, a couple of, about a dozen people on that. But, you know, yeah. for everyone, you'll, if you just go down the the uh, the Facebook thing, you'll see the the link for the Discord channel there. Um, is there anything else? Any other no. communications-wise we've got? I still haven't set up a Twitter account because I'm still not 100% sure <laughs> what Twitter's well, all about. Go, yeah. At some point, I'm sure we'll have a Twitter account. Um, at some point, at some point. We don't need one, though. We don't need no. technology, mate, do we? No, no. Yeah? Yeah. We should, we should, we should have a, we should, at the end, we should put our mailing address on the end of this, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If, you, if you want to send anything, send a postal order to... Uh, oh, yeah. A stamp yeah. addressed envelope. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the way, that's the way we do it. That's the way we yeah. Do it. You know, but no, so. we should actually they We should run a competition for anyone who knows actually what I was talking about when I accidentally muted my uh, my um, my mic there just about half an hour ago. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's technology, I, I, mate. Technology. Yeah. Don't like oh. technology. We're old men. Oh. Don't like it. Exactly. Yeah. No. Don't understand well, it. Well, as I'm saying, we're still without a witty uh, witty uh, outroar. Well, I'll have to come up with something, aren't we? I could say something about wiggling. I should have kept on wiggling your joystick, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's a reference <laughs> that nobody will get unless, you know, unless no. I leave various bits of the... Uh, <laughs> the, different. The, the, the non-recording in, yeah. yeah nobody will get that one. Different kind of podcast altogether. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely something... We, I, I know we were saying, you know, I wanted to go for a um, an R-type rating, but I didn't think we'd get it that way, you know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly, exactly. No. Uh, superb. Smashing. Right. Wonderful. Well, it's, been, it's been great again, mate, as I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, in depth an in depth ramble. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll see. So. We'll, we'll get. Yeah, as I say, I think the ramblings were. We keep. We keep planning on doing some sort of like structure, and it just seems to. It seems to work better when we don't have any structure whatsoever. Well, it? you know what the old saying is, mate. You know, no plan last first contact with the enemy. So no, you know, setup of our podcast lasts the first fifteen seconds of us talking. I think that's exactly. that's, that's why we'll have to look at it, won't we? Yeah, yeah. You know? No, the sticky, the sticky, sticky, like tangent slope, tangential slope of my brain. Uh, yeah, will take us down. No matter what you have on paper, I'll take it down some wrong alley. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's one of the things, you know, people can do it on the Discord. They can, you can actually suggest topics of conversation and see if we can get Ian to actually slightly stay on topic for more than for more than a couple of minutes. But that, that, that'll, be, uh, that'll be an interesting... Uh, actually, a like, little, final, little final note. I was listening to the Paint All the Minis uh, podcast earlier on this month, and they had um, uh, Duncan Knowles. Duncan Knowles from... Is it Knowles? From it just was on Warhammer TV. Um, you know, uh, Duncan Rhodes. Rhodes, that was it. Yes. Yeah. And he was saying about when they were setting all the TV, and you know, the TV channel up on YouTube, and the, his boss at GW was saying, you know, go and study, you know, go and watch the news and study how they talk. And he says, you know, they will, you know, they they speak unnaturally slow because they're trying to put across a point. So at, at the first ten minutes of this podcast, people might have gone, "What's, what's wrong with Ian? It sounds like he's he's half asleep." Because I was trying to purposely speak slowly, but uh, I just went all up the window and talking, <laughs> talking at forty mile an hour and all over the bollocks. So, but anyhow, if it works, if it works, it works. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it, mate. That's it. Brilliant. Oh well, brilliant stuff. All right, all right. Um, see everybody soon. See everybody in another a few weeks. And again, just, you know, keep on hobbying, I suppose, isn't it? Keep on hobbying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wonderful. Catch you later, guys. See you later.
is the